Welcome back to Fan Fatales. Take a ride with us on the Hogwarts Express. Walk down Main Street with our best super pals. And defy gravity as we talk about all things fandom. Welcome back to Fan Fatales, a member of the Real Fans Podcast Network. I'm Emma. And I'm Gabby. And this week we are celebrating our 100th episode. Yeah. Oh my god. It's insane. I keep on like, is this real? I know. It's 100 episodes. Holy smokes. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. So, um, I'm sure you've already noticed. There's a little bit. Of some changes happening around yeah. here. Um, One, hold on. Could, could I just apologize for probably the fan that you can hear? So, I moved into my dorm, what, about, or not my dorm, my apartment. I'm not in the dorms this year. Holy crap. That's, it. that's one big thing. I moved in on, go pulling up the calendar. August 25th is the day I moved in. And since August 25th, we have had no AC in Florida in the middle of August. For reference, today is September 3rd. However, the day our 100th episode comes out is the day we get new air conditioning. Woohoo! So, big day, Wednesday, you know, 100th episode, new AC unit, all of the great things. Yeah, replacing the 23-year-old AC that unit that they had. The AC unit's older than me, which is why it died! I, I, I've Just, had it with this air conditioning. Makes sense. So, as you can tell, we're already a little different. Um, so... <laughs> Over the past two and a half-ish years that we've been doing Fan Fatales, we have enjoyed so much talking about all of the things that we've talked about and doing the more, Like scripted you know, and, like, informational? Yeah, doing the more content-based scripted episodes. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> Emma and I had a conversation maybe two weeks ago now three weeks ago yeah because i think it was right before my new york trip yeah so we had a conversation a few weeks ago and we realized that you know we have been getting really burnt out on the script scripted episodes we have run out of topics to talk about first of all which so many times we uh, why do you think we've taken so many breaks especially recently it's because we really don't have anything left yeah. Um, that, and it's just, it's kind of draining talking about, you know, very, like, scripted, on-theme things. Yeah. 
And so we decided that moving forward from our 100th episode, we're going to be starting a new era of fan fatales, which Emma's really excited about because she's like, yeah. we're like Taylor we're Swift. We're like Taylor Swift. <laughs> we're ushering in this new era and it's going to be our 1989 era next. <laughs> okay. Because that's the era that she's about to go into. Okay, sure. <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> so um, we've we've decided that moving forward, um, our we're okay, we're gonna keep the old episodes as is. Um, we're gonna start fresh, Ooh. and at episode one hundred, we're gonna start basically season two of Fan Fatales. It'll yes. still be like we'll still keep adding the numbers up, right? So this will still be episode one hundred, and the next episode is still gonna be one hundred and one, but. We're going to be doing, this is season two of Fan Fatales, and uh, it's going to be a little bit more off the cuff, a little bit more conversational, a yeah. little bit less topic focused. But we're still going to talk about our fandoms and everything yeah. like that, but more, we're going to have like a general topic and then roll with it rather than yeah. researching the history of Marvel Studios or Marvel Comics or anything like that. It's going to be a lot more conversational, if you will. And, yeah, we want you guys to join in on the conversation on our social media pages, which I know I've been sucking at maintaining with. It's because I got a job in social media, and now I don't want to do any social media for funsies. So, you know, I think... I'm hoping that with season two or with the new era, if you will, Mm -hmm. that we will, you know, find the joy in it again. Because for me, for a while, it was just very draining. Yeah. And I love talking to Emma and it just, it made me sad because I wanted to talk to her before and after, I just didn't want to talk about the stuff in the middle. Yeah. Um, And another thing is... While we start to usher in this new era, we're going to start going every other week, at least for the first little bit. Yeah. We're probably going to end up picking back up and revving, I'd assume. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it. we still got to figure this out, too. Yeah. You know? Like, we're figuring this out as we go along with you guys. Yeah. And so... I mean, I think about... Back in episode one. Yeah. Where we were this itty bitty podcast who knew nothing. And now we're at episode 100. And we're still this itty bitty podcast that knows nothing. But we we know a lot. Yes. And we have a bigger support system than we did then. Yes. Because, like, we've always had, like, our boyfriends and our families and, of course, our lovely, perpetually tired editor, Kara. We love you, Kara. Yes. But now we have everyone in the Real Fans Network. Yeah. Like, Which is so cool. Yeah, especially, and I don't think I've ever said this to Andy, but I'm sure I've mentioned it on the podcast before. I was, like, thinking back because my sister is now a senior in high school. I was randomly thinking back to that, like, when I was a senior in high school and going to get my senior photos taken specifically, because that was when I started listening to podcasts, was right around my senior year of high school, and I remember sitting in the parking lot listening to an episode of Disorder, and now I'm here. Yeah. (laughs) Hi, Andy. 
<laughs> Didn't mean to. So yeah, it's um, it's, we've come a long way. Yeah, and I mean, even the guys did a second season after they finished going in order. Totally. Yeah. I mean, you get a point where not only as people we've grown a lot, <laughs> but like. I think in terms of content, there's only so much you could talk about. Yeah. And here's the thing. With this new style, we may repeat ourselves, especially me. I'm going to be honest. I forget things that I say a lot. (laughs) So bear with us. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. And we may have the same conversation and have totally different outlooks you know yeah so anyway that's kind of that's kind of where we're at right now yeah so welcome to this new era wait 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 since i'm going with this taylor swift analogy (laughs) can we get a picture of her like in her surprise set dress like showing off the giant screen around her being like season two of yeah we have a new logo guys oh yeah that's another thing (laughs) i'm sure you've already noticed that that's probably the first thing they noticed true but yeah doing that with taylor swift either in her blue surprise set dress for the 1989 or the pink the pink probably when she did um, Speak Now, cool. Taylor's version. That would be which good. Which was the shortest-lived era that she's ever had. If you want to if you wanna edit it, go for it. I will post I it. I will edit. I will make this post. I'm, like, now, like, hyped. <laughs> okay. What's so funny is this wall is about to be covered in Taylor Swift posters as soon as my Amazon order gets here. It's been lost. It was supposed to arrive on the 1st. It's the 3rd, and it still isn't here. I hate to break it to you. I don't think you're ever getting it. I I don't think think so. No, I don't think you're going to get it. I think it's gone. I am getting a refund if it isn't here to me by the 6th. There you go. So, we'll see. But what would be annoying is if that thing is lost because it has my posters. Some, like, contact paper to fix a tile that... was messed up from the previous apartment people that lived here that were just gonna like put new tile contact paper thing there Mm -hmm. and k-cups that's what's in this amazon order that is lost okay is it lost or did somebody steal it it's not delivered yet it's lost in the middle interesting okay i can show you my amazon app Well, and of course it was supposed to be delivered like two days after the storm. So they're like blaming it oh, on the weather course. on the app. Yeah. Yeah, by the way, I, I was in a hurricane recently. <laughs> but that's no news. You were I mean, in a hurricane technically recently. me too, but like, that was not a hurricane. That was the weakest ass hurricane I ever experienced. This is the only hurricane I've ever experienced, but it was the weakest ass hurricane ever. Aw, that's really weird. 
Mm-hmm. Hmm. And, like, I don't know. I put in my, like, new address and everything like that, and the previous resident, my friend Hayden, he was telling me, like, what to do and what to put in. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm living underneath the church, so, like, that's always the fun thing, too, because I'm now wondering if they didn't deliver it because they're like, oh, it says that the business is closed on these days on Google. Oh. That's my big question right now, because it was supposed to be delivered, I think, at, like, 8 p.m. on Friday, or that's when it was saying it would be delivered by interesting and so then maybe they're like yesterday mm, no, they're closed yeah and then yesterday they didn't deliver it and then today was sunday so like i doubt that they want to interrupt service or anything to be like here's this amazon package that is interesting huh my new um role being an underdweller of the church is interesting that's what we like call ourselves. Yeah. Like hunchback of Notre Dame Quasimodo now. Yeah. The pastor's office is right above my <laughs> ceiling. That's fun. Yeah. I go bother him all the time when he's in because I can like sometimes hear his like little creaks. <laughs> so then so, I'll be like, hold on. Hold oh, on. Oh, Jay's here. Walk upstairs. Hi. <laughs> you are full on cave dwelling it, huh? Yeah. This is, wow. Interesting. In my living room, we have stairs to the upstairs, like where That's the fun. church sanctuary is. And oh, I called so my mother. You live in a basement. Yeah. Oh, okay. I th- So, I don't know this for certain, but this is what my guess is for this place, because this place was built 40 years ago, so it has its weird quirks. Um, I think that this apartment was originally meant to be, like, a pastor's home. Ah. But then over time, the pastors wanted to not live at the church. Makes sense. So then they started renting it out to students for very cheap. Makes sense. What my entire semester is costing is what the apartments next to us is costing per month. If that tells you anything about how cheap I'm living here. (laughs) That's terrible. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my goodness. And I don't have to pay utilities or anything because it's all the church. Okay, really quick. How cheap is your semester? $1,300. That's it? Yeah. (laughs) Get, (laughs) I froze. I know. That was terrible. Man, I'm so jealous. Mine was like four grand. Well, so this is for my place to live. No, no, no. How much do you pay for this semester for school? Well, I'm not paying anything because I got a lot of scholarships and grants this semester, so I didn't even check to see. Lame. Well... Thank so first of all. Well, good for you because you didn't have to pay for school, but also yeah. lame. Well, I got like so many random federal grants just showing up on my FSU thing. I don't know what happened, but thank you, government, for giving me money. Shh, shh, shh. don't tell them; they might take it away. 
It's already gone through. Oh, okay. So never mind. <laughs> My Thanks. semester's already paid for. Um, and then I already had a scholarship before any of those grants were coming through from Mr. John Rivers, who owns the Four Rivers barbecue chain. I remember you telling me about this. <laughs> so Four Rivers was founded in Orlando. But the gentleman, Mr. Rivers, Mr. John Rivers, thank you, Mr. John Rivers. He was supposed to be on campus on Wednesday, but then Hurricane. Um, <laughs> hurricane Adalia. We love her. Um, she, so he is an FSU alumni of the hospitality school. So he has this really very specific scholarship that I was like one of the only people that could have actually gotten it. And he had to be from Orlando, check, have leadership, like, past, which I'm a leader at the church ab- above me, mm-hmm. <laughs> and be a hospitality student. That's so specific. <laughs> Thank you. But I got $2,000 for it. Well, <laughs> oh, there you go. That's half my tuition, so. I think my tuition was about to be, like, I think it was like two thousand five hundred for my semester, so I was only gonna have to pay like five hundred dollars, and then federal grants came in, and are now paying for my student loans. There you go. Because <laughs> I get to pocket all the extra money, and it's already gotten into my thing. There you go. But yeah, so. I don't know. But yeah, so I'm an underdweller. I'm the hunchback. You are Quasimodo. I am Quasimodo. Sanctuary. No, I feel like we need to come up with a better term. Quasimodo is not... No, you're too pretty to be Quasimodo. Hold up. Um, We call ourselves the Underdwellers. That's adorable, but still. I feel like like the gremlins. (laughs) Like Gizmo. Oh, so the upstairs still has air conditioning. It's just the downstairs apartment that doesn't because we have two separate units for it. Aww. So I've been calling it heaven and hell. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Because they are always freezing up there and we're in like, I think it's 80 degrees down here right now. Oh my God. Emma. <laughs> my mom was the one who started it. It wasn't me. I'm going to have to have a talk with her. I'm gonna I'm gonna land I'm gonna arrive in Orlando. I was gonna say land in Orlando, but I'm not landing, You're not in, Orlando. landing in Orlando. I'm no. I was like I'm gonna land. No, I'm gonna land at your house. Yeah, I'm gonna drive you to my house. I'm gonna arrive at your house. And I'm gonna be like, we need to talk. Hey, my air conditioning will be fixed, and it will no longer be heaven and hell. No, it won't. No. It'll just be the frozen tundra. Yes. You know what was the funniest thing is the day that we figured out that it was broken? Because Hayden thought I didn't know how to work a thermostat. Because <laughs> I texted him at like midnight and I'm like, hey, how do you work the thermostat downstairs? I think I'm doing something wrong. It's not getting any colder. And he wakes and up like, to that no. text. And he was like, you do this. And I was like, I did that. He's like, make sure you don't set it below, like, 74, because it becomes Hoth. Actual text from him. He was like, it will become the planet Hoth. And I went, well, we were trying to get it down cold, 
So we set it at like 70 and it is still Tatooine up here. Exact oh text I sent him. Um, See? Because he and I are nerds. I mean, we have a whole podcast about being nerds, so. I know. Oh, Hayden. Hold on. Let's see. So, needless to say, Emma's first apartment experience has been interesting, to say the least. Oh, yeah. So, and he's speaking. Yeah. Oh, and my friend Hayden, he's also the property chair for the church. So he was already going to be coming in that not, that Saturday morning when we figured out, actually, that there was a giant leak for the air conditioning. Big so sad. he came in and my mom and I were like, help us. What did we do wrong? And he's like, oh, it's broken, broken. Oh. <laughs> and I cried Big inside. Big sad. So, that's why Emma's got, long story short, that's why Emma's got Beyonce hair. Yeah. If you're watching us on the video. Yeah, that's another thing. Emma starts editing video. Again. We did it for, like, three episodes. None of those ever got posted. Oh. I don't Never know. mind, then. Dang. I think the only one that did was the trailer. Okay, well, anyway, so that, that's that's what's up, too. Yeah. Hi, video people. Welcome. Hi. You can see our faces now. How, how weird is this for you? Yeah. Um, so, anyway, speaking of being a nerd, I recently had my first LARP yes. experience. And let me tell you, it was amazing 10 out of 10 highly recommend okay absolutely loved it i've told you about the larpers that are on fsu campus on saturdays right yeah you had told me how one of them hit you with something yes they had like the bow and arrows with the giant foam thing on the bottom yeah, like yeah, football or whatever those. and they like shot it at me when i was trying to go get my freaking pumpkin spice latte last fall i was like what the heck yeah it's an accident. Sometimes you can't control where those things go, okay? It's really difficult. So, here's the deal. So, um, there is a place, or there's a group called, or a game. I don't, I don't know all the lingo yet. I'm still learning. But there's a game called Twin Mask um, located here in California. It's in the southern side. But there are people from all over who come to this game. I met two of my friends that I met there flew from Pennsylvania to come to this game. Yeah, I know, right? Crazy. And so it's apparently a very big deal. I figured that out when I got there. I was like, oh my gosh, there are people from all over the place here. This is like pretty legit. And so, you know, I got there and I did all the new player training, which went very smoothly. I was a little confused, but that's okay. I opted to choose a character that was a healer rather than, like, a fighter. So I didn't have to worry about, like, weapons or, like, any of the specifics of that. Because it's it's a lot to remember and my memory already isn't, like, not the best. Yeah. And so even just, like, remembering the calls I need to know for my spells is hard. And so I'm just, like... 
nope, gonna stick away from the swords and stuff. Um, so I, I was like, I'm gonna be a little healer. And that's what I did. So I pumped all my stats into healing. I do both practical healing and magical healing. So that's pretty cool. Um, so if your bone's broken, I could snap it into place and put a bandage on you and make you on your merry way. Or if you're dead, I could go foomp and give you some life. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, it is a very fun game. And the, I think the part of it that's like the best is like the community. Cause when you first start, at least with this game, they give you like a little blue ribbon to tie onto your collar onto your shirt onto your yeah. sleeve wherever um and basically that signifies that you're a new player and so when you talk to people they will interact with you a little bit differently because you're a new player okay. you know and so like i met a lot of people and i asked them questions and they were very patient with me because i was asking about a billion questions um but i i think like having that mechanism where it's like the blue ribbon is very recognizable at least during the day at nighttime you can't see jack because it's pitch black outside and yeah you're fighting in the dark it's ridiculous but um i think like having that mechanism of like being able to identify who's a new player is very helpful at least for me because i was like yeah. well if i don't know something it's okay because people know i'm new yeah you know and, you know, I made a ton of friends who were also new players. And Yay! it was really fun. I just had a really fun game. And I cannot wait to go back in November. And me and my friends already have a whole plan. We're going to bring an easy up this time. So we have, like, a central area with shade. And we're uh, going to bring some, like, lawn chairs and, like, a fold-out table. Yeah. So we have, like, a table and chairs to, like, sit and eat and do that kind of stuff together. And we're going to make sure we're all on the same NPC shift. So that way we, like, aren't doing chunks of time without each other. Yeah. Because that's what happened this game. We didn't know each other yet. And mm. so we were doing our NPC shifts. And it was like, oh, well, them two, they're at eight. Mine was at six. And my other friends was at ten. And so it was like okay, well, they're going to be gone for a chunk, and then I'm going to be gone for a chunk, and then he's going to be gone for a chunk. And so it was like, you know, trying to figure that out. Yeah. But if you've ever wanted to try it, I highly recommend. You know who else highly recommends that? Who, who highly recommends LARPing? Who? Our good friend, uh, Mr. Dr. Rowan. Mr. Dr. Mr. Dr. Rowan, yes. <laughs> He's actually the one who got me into it. He's the one who suggested yeah. I do it in the first place. So thanks to him, I have made some pretty good friends. Yeah. And they live sort of close by. Some of them. Yay! Sort of. I mean, Central Valley, which is like five hours from me. But still, California true <laughs> well kinda two kinda. of them are still <laughs> in pennsylvania so <laughs> emma's just shaking her head at me you know what i've been watching what ahsoka 
Okay, I have not, so do not spoil it. Okay, then I won't talk about Ahsoka. I love it. I've cried. Let me tell you, my New York trip was in the past since we last recorded. I did lots of things, and I... My friends and I were coming back from the Staten Island Ferry, and I had downloaded the first Ahsoka episode onto my phone, like, on the Disney Plus app, and... The three of us have our, like, headphones and sitting next to each other on the subway. And I'm just watching the first episode of Ahsoka because it was a 45-minute subway ride to get to their, like, where they lived. Well, Staten Island is, like, so far away. They lived, like, near Central Park. It's on the opposite side of the Uh island. So it was, like, 45 minutes. Whatever. That's very far. And I just watched the entire Ahsoka first episode on the subway. That day was also really cool. So I I can take my headphones off if you wanna if you wanna talk about it for a second. No, it's fine. I'll just talk about my New York trip instead. I did a lot of nerdy things there. Okay. This is true. I saw all of them. Yes. So, I guess we'll go in order from, like, day to day. Because the first one, which made me so happy, because it was, it was a full day of Percy Jackson, is how I'm going to start it. It was the day I arrived. We got the official trailer of the Lightning Thief um, season of the Percy Jackson and the Olympians TV show, which comes out December 20th, which is... Five days after I graduate. Woohoo! It's literally like five days after I graduate and like five days before Christmas. It's the perfect like buffer. Emma's all great. I have five days to binge before Christmas. Well, only two episodes will come out because it's a Disney Plus show. And then it will be like weekly releases. I have five days to watch two episodes before Christmas. Yeah. To watch them as many times as you can before Christmas. So, I see that, and then I'm, like, scrolling on TikTok, because my friend was, like, still working the day I arrived, and I see that the Empire State Building posted something, and it was talking about how they were going to be lighting up blue from the hours of 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. for Percy Jackson's birthday. Aww. So, I'm like, guys, please, can I do this? Please, can I go? So what we did is we took, I think, a subway over to, like, a rooftop bar in Brooklyn. Uh Uh-huh. And we had perfect view of the Empire State Building in the skyline from Brooklyn. Amazing. So, yeah, we were there, and it was just awesome. And I was a very happy fangirl at this bar. And my friend got my genuine react. Like, my my friend was, unbeknownst to me, who's taking a video of the Empire State Building turning blue for Percy Jackson's birthday. She's taking a video of my reaction to it turning blue and me, like, crying at it. Okay. Please tell me you have a copy of this video. I think so. I know I have pictures, at least, from it. I don't know if I have the full video. We need to, we need to, we need to, Instagram. Well, so, it has 
it turning blue has significance to the last book of the series, which takes place on Percy Jackson's birthday. And it's Percy's mom being like, hey, give me a sign so, so I know you're okay after this war. And he's like, okay, I'll, like, make something blue, whatever. And he asks the gods to light the Empire State Building blue, because that's where Olympus is, to let his mom know that he's alright. So it has, like, book significance to why they did it, and it was just awesome. But yeah, so then the next day, randomly I was, again, on TikTok the day before, so that Friday when I got in. And my friend and I were trying to figure out, like, what Broadway show we wanted to go see Saturday matinee. And I see that Miss Julie Benko had a promo code for tickets because she was on for the role of Fanny Bryce all weekend when I was there. So from that Thursday through that Sunday, she was on for the role. Amazing. And I was like, and I had been quoted as saying... I would only see the show if I knew I was seeing Julie Benko perform the role. Facts. I mean, I think I think a lot of people agree with that. Yeah, it closed today. Happy closing, funny girl. I saw that, and I was like, Leah Michelle was like, oh my gosh, it's been an honor to play this role. I was like, girl, when did you even play that role? Like, the only person I've ever seen play it is Julie Benko. Yeah. Um, and I, so, again, we're like, I find it, and she has a promo code. So I put it in. And it made the tickets cheaper than what it would have been at the TKTS booth for better seats. So we used her promo code um, and saw it. And we were third row orchestra for 60 bucks each. Third row? For $60 each. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Insane show. Amazing. And we, like, got tickets the, the day before, too. Wow. Yeah, it, it was an amazing show. And then we knew from, like, people talking around us and just, like, from pictures that Julie stage doors every show that she's on for the role. And where our seats were just so happened to be right next to the doors to get to the stage door. So we were, like, front and center at the stage door and got our autograph or our playbill signed by her. It was real special. And then we just, like, went out to dinner and did, like, Times Square-y things, like the Disney store. And we went to the Harry Potter store in New York City. There's a Harry Potter store? Yes. It's near the Empire State Building. So, like, we, like, saw it from the skyline, and then I was, like, right next to it the next day. Um, And it was cool. I liked the Harry Potter store a lot. They had, like, bottled butterbeer, and we got some and like brought it back and had a girls night did it taste like the one in the park it tastes, though, or was it yeah. it tasted like the one in the parks if you got it without like the dairy topping perfect because i hate that dairy stuff yeah. because it makes me sick yeah so it tasted like it if you just asked for no dairy none of that dairy stuff winning perfect so butter yeah. no cream yeah and it was great and we like just chilled that night then what, Sunday? What did we do Sunday? Yep. I think we went to Brooklyn. We went to Brooklyn and I got a drink that was called Maria Von Trapp at this bar in Brooklyn that we randomly found. And we went to a comedy show 
that night. Fun. Yeah. Um. Something Gavin. Why am I forgetting the first name? She had like some controversy around her for nothing really <laughs> recently. Interesting. Gavin. Comedian. Ashley Gavin. Ah. Um. She's a lesbian comedian and like she's known for like jokingly yelling at audience and like joking with them and like if they yell at something her joking with that and a clip was taken out of context from one of her shows yeah of course and she was telling someone to shut up and it was taken out of context and it just sounded like she was angrily yelling shut up at someone man the internet sucks sometimes so like she had some controversy around her but obviously it's not true and she said after the controversy, she's really, like, had the best audiences on all of her shows. Oh, I'm sure. Because it's just all the people that actually like her. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so it was fun. And then the next day, I went to this museum. And let me tell you guys, y'all need to go to this museum. It was amazing. I loved it dearly. It's the Museum of Broadway. It's in the middle of Times Square, in the middle of Theater District. It's actually, like, right next to the Lyceum Theater, I believe is how you pronounce it. It's the one that the horror play was at recently. The horror play? Yeah, there was a play that was, like, a horror genre. I don't remember the name of it. But there was a creepy picture of a girl, like, in one of the windows of the theater, which is how I knew it was where the horror play was. Um. Okay. It was amazing, especially so I saw Funny Girl two days prior, and it's about the real life comedian, um, Fanny Bryce, who was part of the Zigfield Follies. Yeah. And how the Museum of Broadway works, it's in like a three story building and you start off on the third floor and go down. And it is the history of Broadway, starting with the Zigfield Follies to modern day. So, like, I'm reading some of the stuff, and it's talking about, like, the real-life Fanny Bryce, and it has costumes from that era. And then, like, you went through, like, the 50s, and then, you know, 60s, 70s, and then I think you went downstairs then, because that's when The Wiz would have come out, I believe. Mm-hmm. The Wiz was the stairs, because it had um, a neon sign that said, Ease on Down the Road, and it looked Cute. like the yellow brick road for the first set of stairs. And then you continued, and it was, like, mo- up until, like, modern Broadway. And then the last floor was talking about, like, producing shows and how a Broadway show is created from design to its on stage. Fun. It was just so cool to see so many costumes that, like, I've seen pictures of. Like... They had, obviously, newer stuff, but some of the but the cooler stuff for me was seeing the costumes from Rent in the 90s. Like... You know Rent's my favorite. I know. And let me tell you, I think the most real thing that I felt in that museum was, like, right before Rent. Because, like, you go downstairs, and then it's the 70s, and, like, a little bit of the 80s, and Sondheim, and Weber, and all that. And then you enter a room, and it has all these names all over this room, and it's black and white. And it has these strips, and it's talking about 
all these people who passed due to the AIDS pandemic. And then it goes into hair and then rent. Oh. And it talks about how it impacted the Broadway community and all that. And it was just like a really real and heavy moment for this to have represented. And I mean, it was so cool. My one complaint, though, and this is because you guys know I'm a Sondheim girly more than a Weber, was there was not enough Sondheim. Especially, and I've said this multiple times every time I complain about it, and I've actually, I wrote a little bit note of like, I'd love to see more Sondheim because they showed stuff for company. I mean, he wrote the um, backing for West Side, and of course West Side had a huge room because it's West Side Story, yeah. which was like yeah. huge in the 60s. Yeah. And they had the original costume that the kid who played um, Tony wore in the 60s. Wow. Like, again, so cool. Loved it. But, like, no Into the Woods. I know this show's on Broadway, but no Sweeney. No, nothing, really, except for company. Lame. And, like, and Sunday in the Park with George they had. But I'm like... Sunday's okay. Yeah. But, like, it... It's okay. It's but, not like anybody's... Especially since Sondheim influenced Jonathan so Larson. Much. Oh, yeah. And was a huge mentor to Jonathan Larson. Which, without Jonathan Larson, we don't have Hamilton. Oh, totally. So the fact that Sondheim didn't get as much love as... Weber had, like, two whole rooms, like, with all the Phantom stuff. And then Cats and all this stuff. <laughs> Here's my beef. Come at me if you will. I, honestly, here's my unpopular opinion. I think Phantom is overrated. I do too. I don't think it's that good. I do too. And the only thing that was cool in the Phantom room that I loved, and I took a picture of it, is that they had pieces from like different chandeliers from Phantom because cool. you know that they had to like replace it every so year often because it was built yeah. in the 70s. Yeah. And how it looked was that they created the mask in, like, all the pieces of the chandelier hanging That's kind of cool. And that was probably the coolest thing. Like, I could have cared less about the costumes from Phantom. Yeah. But then, like, you leave, like, the 90s and you see Anne Boleyn's costume and Satine's costume and stuff that is, like, currently on Broadway you see Lin-Manuel Miranda and Philippa Sue's costumes from Hamilton? Like, I saw the coat Lin-Manuel Miranda wore and the blue helpless dress that Philippa Sue wore. And I was like... <gasps> Emma was about to die. She was, like, about to pass I out. also saw McGonagall's costume from the Cursed Child play. Oh. Yeah. So cool. Is it nice? It's so nice. It looks like her from the movie. Oh, really? Like, I looked at it and was, like, without even, like, really seeing what show it was prior, because it was all on the ground, you know? I yeah. was like, this looks like something McGonagall would wear, and then looked down, and it was Professor Minerva McGonagall's costume, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. And I went... You're like, I knew that. I knew that. But yeah, it was just so cool, and another reason why I went is, as you guys know... My sister just played Roxy Hart in Chicago. 
Chicago is celebrating its 25th year of being on Broadway this year. So they had a special exhibit and like their rotation exhibit thing talking about the history of Chicago. So they had the original Roxy from on Broadway's costume from 25 years ago. Wow. And snippets of the scripts that like don't exist. There was like a barbershop quartet that they were planning to have for one of the moments that ended up becoming the tap dance number. If you guys know what I'm talking about, if you've seen the show. It's like when she's like, Amos, like, please, like, get me money for um, Billy Flynn. Like, that whole tap dance number she does. It yeah. was originally, like, a barbershop quartet moment. They had, like, that. They had the original Roxy Rock Chicago newspaper. Ooh, that's cool. So, like, that was more so the reason I went so I could, like, take pictures of it for my sister who's in her big Chicago phase right now. Yeah. But it was the coolest thing. It opened November of 2022, I believe. So it's still very new. And amazing. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And then, of course, like, my friends and I, like, we, like, got dinner and all that stuff. Then, my last full day in New York, I went to another museum. And this exhibit is now gone. It ended today. Sadness. Tragic. But it was called, hold on, let me, let me make sure it was called what I'm about to call it. Suspense. And this whole day ended up being centered around this actress, or this performer. It, okay, so it was called Taylor Swift Storyteller. That's not what I would have called it, but it was called Taylor Swift Storyteller. And it had at least one outfit for each of her eras. So it spanned from 2006 to now. Outfits wise. And it was this really cool room. And it had, of course, like the Shake It Off cheerleader outfit that is like very popular from the 1989 era. And the Junior Jewel shirt from Fearless. But then it had some of like the more obscure stuff too that I was like... I know this because I've seen the Reputation Stadium tour or stuff like that. It was just so cool. And they were playing music videos of hers, like, in, like, one of the corners of the room. So, like, it was just, you could hear the music. And it was just so cool. And then, because I couldn't get enough of Taylor that day, I went to Cornelia Street and saw her old Cornelia Street apartment. I didn't mean to be there. It just so happened that my friend and I, we were like, I forget where we went. We went to the High Line on our way to Staten Island. It's like this like walkway thing that used to be like railroad tracks, but now it's like green walkway. Mm. Um, And it's real cool and whatever. And we went to like some of the markets down there. And we're like, we can walk to over to like where we were having dinner fun fact we ended up taking a subway but we're starting our walk there and realizing that it would take a million years and we're looking for the subway because it was like oh it's an hour and a half walk we can do that but then we kept stopping in stop or stores and it was like we have to be there in two hours no way we're gonna 
get there. Oh but God. I see that we're near Cornelia Street, which, of course, has a song named after it. I'm like, Cassidy, please. And she indulged me. And then we went to Francis Tavern, which, for Hamilton fans, bringing Broadway back into this, if you um, know the song Room Where It Happens. Yes. It is believed that Francis Tavern is the tavern that that conversation between Hamilton and Jefferson happened in. Ooh. And this tavern is also where Washington said goodbye to his officers during the Revolutionary War. So it's like this really like old-timey tavern from the Founding Fathers era. That's kind of cool. And we had dinner there. And then my friends and I are walking around. This is like right before we go on the Staten Island Ferry. And we pass this um, church. And I look at the sign and go, King's Church. Interesting. Isn't King's Church where Hamilton was buried? As Hamilton the Musical tells me. And of course it was too dark to like actually go in at that point. Of course. But on the edge of his, um, of the cemetery is where his grave is. And I like turn to my right and I see Alexander Hamilton. I'm like, yeah. And it's like two blocks away from the tavern where room where it happens is believed to be. So it's like, oh, oh, room where it happens to like death. It's all of act two of Hamilton, basically. Aaron Burr's rolling in his grave. Yeah. Why does he need to be closer? <laughs> yeah. But it was so cool. Um, and we went on the ferry and saw the Statue of Liberty because forest. Yeah. My friends just started working up in New York City, so I cannot take these trips every, like, couple months to go visit them and, like, say I'm visiting them, but then see all these nerdy things in New York. I'm so jealous. You can just, you know, it's just fly up to New York. No big deal. Yeah, I'm not doing it like twice a year. Do you, yeah, like, do you, you get all the cool stuff. I'm going in January. Haven't bought my ticket yet, but I'm going to go in January. Stop. <laughs> I'm going to go like January 3rd through the like 10th or so and then start work on the 15th. Take Is me my with plan? you. Okay. Although I think that weekend is a LARP weekend, so. Yeah, well, so basically, because were we doing the show when I went to New York the last time in December? Yeah. Yeah? And I had in the December, very December. Yeah, we weren't doing it last December. Was I think it was two December. Yeah, we would have done it. Because it was two Decembers ago. And I went to New York, and it was when the COVID resurgence was happening in, like, 2021, December. So everything was getting canceled, and I never got to see the Rockefeller tree, which is, like, the one thing I wanted out of that trip. Yeah. So what I did recently was look up on YouTube, or on Google, when do, do they take that tree down? And it's January 15th is when they take Perfect. it down. So I was like, okay, so I just need to plan a New York trip between the New Year's and the 15th. So I could see this go. tree. And have already told my friends that that's the first stop that we're doing once I see them. There you go. Yeah. 
I mean, you could be extra ambitious and just go to Times Square on New Year's. But that's a little scary, if you ask me. Yeah, I don't I don't want to do that. And my friend isn't going to even be back yet because she's taking, oh. like, Christmas off. Makes sense. And she's arriving back on the 3rd, so she and I are just going to take the same plane up. Smart. Yeah. Plus, her dad's a pilot, so, like, he gets us oh. cheap tickets. That's nice. Speaking of flying, so for probably three months now, I feel like Emma and I have been hinting at something kind of big about to go down. Yeah. And we've never really said what it is. Yeah, and I mean, I kind of want to talk about this in next week's episode, too. But yeah, or in two weeks from now. This is just the intro to Mm -hmm. it. But, uh, I'm going to Florida in October. Yeah. For Halloween. Yeah. It just so happened that a good, my mom's best friend, her daughter, is getting married the weekend of Halloween. Yeah, it's, and her said, wedding's well, what, the 29th? The, the 28th. The Saturday. That's right, the 28th. The 28th, so Saturday, so I fly in on Friday night at, like, 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> I fly into uh, Fort Lauderdale. And then, right, Fort Lauderdale? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You're just going to uh, have to deal with MCO at some point, I know. Fort Myers, excuse me. Myers. I fly into Fort Myers. Ooh. I fly into Fort Myers in the middle of the night. <laughs> it's like 11.30 at night when I get there. And then I wake up the next morning and I do a wedding all day. And then Sunday, my mom and I are driving up to Tampa to meet Emma at a mall or something. We don't know what we're going to do in Tampa. So if you have suggestions, drop no. them in the comments. Yeah. Um, Either so- that or you could just do Disney Springs and your mom could see Disney Springs. Because at yeah. that point, it's like 45 minutes more. To just go straight to Orlando? Well, to do Disney Springs, because it's further south than Orlando proper. Ah. Hmm. Disney's Disney. technically in Kissimmee. You're right. That's a good idea. We'll look into it. We're going to figure something yeah. out. Because I can we get us a reservation anywhere at Disney Springs. The original, the whole reason I said Tampa originally is because it's like from Tallahassee. You have to come down. Yeah. But if you're not going to be in Tallahassee, if you're going to be in Orlando already, then it just makes sense to just like whoop to Orlando. Yeah. So anyway, so then I'm meeting Emma on the 29th, and then we're going to go to Disney Disney World. <laughs> not Disneyland. Not Disneyland. And we're doing we're three gonna- parks in two days, guys. In two days. So, Which, by the way, I went to a bar here in Tallahassee. I went to a bar up here in yeah. Tallahassee today. because So, FSU just had our first game of the season. Oh, I didn't even see if we won yet. We're going we're gonna to see in real time if FSU football won their first game of the season. Or if it's still going on. our games at all. We're like three games in already and I haven't Oh, we're in quarter four and we are going to win. Good job. 
go Seminoles. Right now, so there's a minute and 15 seconds left of this game against LSU. And it's 45 to 24. Holy smokes. (laughs) We are winning. Yeah. So, anyway, you went to this bar. And they had, because, so this game is in Orlando for our first game. I don't know why, but it is. So, this bar decided, and it's my favorite one, Madison Social. They decided to do Dole Whip Mimosas for this weekend only to celebrate that the game was in Orlando. So good. I cried at the first sip because it tasted exactly like a Dole Whip. Sounds delicious. I miss Disney. Can you tell? We'll be going soon. I know. Should we tell them what our costumes are going to be? Or are we going to Should we tell them what parks we're going to first? Yeah, probably. So we're going to Hollywood Studios, Epcot, and Magic Kingdom. Yes, and we're doing Studios and Epcot in one day with my boyfriend Sean joining us. And he's... I've already told him that he's responsible for vlogging us on that day. So... For huh? Oh, Sean's gonna vlog us on that day. I told him he's responsible for vlogging us on the Epcot okay, Studios good. day. Um, okay, good. So we at least have that, and we're gonna be doing Genie Plus That's good. that day. I know for a fact to try to so do us fly through everything. <laughs> yes. So, I that that was my birthday present to her was the genie pass thing for the day yes. of studios and Epcot so we can fly through as much as we can. Um and I was honestly shocked the price of the tickets was not that bad. No. Like I thought they would have been 10 times more expensive than the tickets here, but they were fairly reasonable and I bought them months ago. So it feels like I'm going for free. Yeah. And then, um, it's food and wine, of course, at Epcot right now. I love That's right. Wine. Yeah. There will still be food and, and wine. And we said, we, we bought those shirts, or we were going to buy those shirts. Yeah, I'll buy those shirts, too. The, I need to. The, the around the world shirts. But here's the thing. If we're doing Hollywood Studios first, I feel like we need two outfits. Like, I feel like I need, like, an outfit for Hollywood Studios that I can wear my biker shorts underneath. So yeah. I can just throw my t-shirt on over. Or there you like go. Or throw my t-shirt on on the monorail or something. Not on the monorail. Probably on the Skyliner. Because my plan for that day is we park at um, the boardwalk and say to them that we're going to like the boardwalk bakery or whatever. Because it's on the Skyliner between Studios and Epcot is the boardwalk. So parking there rather than parking at one of the parks and then having to like leave and then go to another one. Ah, makes parking sense. lot. Okay. So the Skyliner is what we'll take, and I love the Skyliner anyway. Okay. Except don't take the Skyliner during fireworks. It's the most terrified I've ever been on a Disney attraction because <laughs> it like rattles a little bit with the firework booms. Okay, here's my question: We have a Skyliner at the San Diego Zoo. And the Skyliner at the San Diego Zoo is freaking old. And it, like, huge with the wind. It, like, sways. It does doesn't Skyliner sway. Have... Okay, thank God. Because it's the Skyliner at the pretty San Diego new. Zoo scares it's, the crap out of it's me. It's pretty new. Okay. It was just built, like, last year. 
So it's oh, okay. still, like, fairly new. Okay, good. Or a couple years ago it was built. The other thing I'm really stoked for, believe it or not, I'm really excited for the people mover. Okay. That's at Magic Kingdom, but okay. I know, but still. Yeah. Everybody, I've... Because we used to have one, and we still have the tracks for it. It just doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, like, so we're doing um, that on the 30th, Epcot and Studios. And then on the 31st, we're doing Magic Kingdom. And we're doing Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Yeah! And my plan, because my friend just did a Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party with one of her friends. And they went as Phineas and Ferb, and it was adorable. Um, we didn't even think about that. No, I loved their costumes. Adorable. I'll have to send you a picture of it. But she told me, and I like had already looked at this. You can get Tron reservations specifically for Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. That's what I saw. And, um, I think at night would be a much cooler experience than during the day. So I'm going to try to get us it during the party rather than... During the day. Okay. I also want to get Guardians, which would be an extra lightning lane, because no way we're in the park before the second thing opens. No. But yeah, we're going to try and vlog as much of that as we can. Yeah. Which hopefully will be a lot. With Sean there, I think he's going to get a lot of it. Yeah, especially if he's there on our... More drinky drink day, because Epcot's... Or not Epcot. Magic Kingdom's a dry park. Yeah. I'm kind of sure if I just said Epcot's a dry park. <laughs> That'd be funny. I'd laugh. So, anyway. That's that. Yeah. And well, I... I so, what, what I want to talk about, like, next week was, like, our tips for planning, like, a Disney vacation and, like, our top rides and all that stuff. And then, like, talking more about, like, your hopes and dreams of your first Disney trip. That sounds wonderful. That's what I was thinking we could do next week. And rather than, like, let's just talking about, like, the history and, like, figuring out rides and all that stuff. Just, like, talking about, like, our essentials and, like, our must-dos. That sounds so great. Yeah. Also, I didn't even get to mention this. I went to Comic-Con a long time ago, but I went. Yeah. And our costumes. What year anniversary is it for our movie? I think it's the 45th. I think it... So it came out in... I kind of forgot that it's not just... Disney that made this story, so... Right. Hold on. I think it was 73, so it'd be 50. 50th. To celebrate the 50th anniversary of Disney's Robin Hood, we're gonna be Maid Marian and Lady Cluck at Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. And I'm so excited. We're so, we're going to be so cute. It's yeah. going to be adorable. Yeah. Our I only have candy a f- bags are going to be so cute. Thank you. I need to do that soon. I'll get some stuff for it. 
We got time. Yeah. My class is about to get unnecessarily busy, especially because our first week was canceled due to Hurricane Adalia. That's fair. I was in my first... So I don't have any classes on Mondays or Fridays. I want to stress this to the listeners. And Tuesday, I'm in my 945 class. It gets out at 11. And during it, I get an email. And, like, the guy's just talking about his syllabus. Love that man. His name is Professor... uh, Or his name is Dr. Nathan Lane. No, Dr. Nathan Line. Line. And my first class with him, someone actually called him Lane. And he's like, I'm not... I'm not the guy from um, Modern Family, whatever the character's name is. I'm not Pepper from Modern Family. I'm Lane, not Lane. That's funny. Um, Nathan Lane was more than just Pepper from Modern Family. I know. I don't know why that was the first thing that that guy came up with, but okay. Like, sure, sir. Um, But yeah, so I'm in that class and I find out. So, at that point, we had known that classes were going to be canceled on Wednesday. And that was the only day classes were supposed to be canceled on. During my 9.45 to 11 a.m. class, they, like, announced that campus was going to be closed from noon on that day. That's a little scary. Yeah. So, I'm, like, freaking out a little bit. Because I had to go to financial aid to figure out an issue with one of my federal grants, which is why I now know that it's okay and good. But I, like, ran over there. Luckily, it's in the same building as where the College of Hospitality is at my school. If I was in any other major, it would have been awful to try to do that before noon when they closed. And then my roommate um, is going through some medical stuff this week. Um, Fun eardrum bursting stuff rupturing rather um yeah so her father is here and is like helping her pack up so they can go into a hotel room and then the hotel i'm working for is like hey would you like a room since you have a shift tomorrow i'm like sure so then i ended up moving into a king-sized room for a tuesday night well, I waited out the storm that ended up turning away from Tallahassee right at the last second before it was supposed to hit us. Fun! Yeah, and ended up more east than us. Which it's so funny because FSU has... I, it's either FSU or Tallahassee, I can't remember which one specifically, has this... We call it the Mag Lab. And it's the world's largest or one of the largest magnets. And every time we've had a big storm, it, like, turns away from Tallahassee at the last second. So we always talk about how the Mag Lab is turning away all these storms and is protecting us in our little Tallahassee bubble. That's hilarious. So it did it again. We love the Mag Lab. Great. Yeah. I mean, hey, the hurricane here, you know what? hurricane in air quotes because it was rain it was just rain yeah and to the parents that called my hotel during my entire shift from eight to three your kid is fine all these parents so my hotel is right across the street from one of the largest apartment complexes that students live in 
at FSU. Because it's like right across from the stadium, perfect location from campus, all that. But it's also where a lot of the big partiers live, too. Mm. And I could tell from my hotel room, because I like was watching the streets and watching all the people having their hurricane parties at the apartment across the street. Um, none of them were awake at 8 when my shift started, and I would say about 85% of the calls that I answered during that shift were, hey, my child lives at the apartment complex across the street from you guys. We want to know if you lost power and are not like just running on a generator because my kid isn't answering me. You want to know why, parent? Your kid is hungover from <laughs> their night your kid before. partied too hard, mom. Yeah. Like, your kid thought the hurricane was coming, and they got wasted last night. That's why Timmy's not answering your phone call. Yes. And they're like, okay, so you guys aren't running on your generator? I'm like, yep. No. We're not running on our generator. They're like, thank you. I'm probably the only parent that's done it. I'm like, no. Nope. You're the third parent that's called in the last 20 minutes. It's 8 in the freaking morning, man. What thank you. I was like, it is 8 a.m. One, I would not be awake right now if I wasn't here. I love Ridiculous. my job, though. That was my second day of working there, too. Oh, yeah. My office plant died. Oh, I just looked over and it's just so shriveled and sad. Oh my god! No, literally, look, it's just, it's just. A oh, pile. I'm close to him. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm so sorry, little plant. Did you not hear my joke? Huh? I went. Oh Did my you god! Did you say ghost stem? No, I said, oh my god, and then went, oh, I'm close to him, and pointed up to my ceiling. That's good. The amount of jokes I'm going to have of me being an underdweller of this church is high. They're going to be great. Yeah. I was going to make a joke about how women in STEM clearly can't keep plants alive, so. I love that. Oh, that's okay. Well, My maybe friend... it's just me. Yeah. Anyway. Um, we... I left my, um... Oh, what was I going to say? Last thing. Go ahead. What was I going to say? You left your... Sorry, I was reading my friend's text, and I accidentally started saying what she was about to say. Um. Oh! So... My friend, speaking of terrible jokes I've made recently, um, my roommate Mara, her birthday is on Saturday, so on the 9th. Happy birthday, Mara. And one of our friends is coming into town, who actually used to live at this apartment, and he was originally going to get a hotel room, and we're like, no, dude, just crash on our couch and not spend $600 on a room because it's the first home game of FSU football season. And he went... Thanks for the hospitality. And then I sent him a voice message back and I was like, well, it's kind of my major. So like. (laughs) Yeah. 
And that was the entire Welcome message. Welcome to the new Femme Fatales. All we do is tell bad jokes. <laughs> I tell jokes about me being an underdweller of the church I live at. And me being a hospitality major. And I make jokes about being a woman in STEM. <laughs> yeah. And Taylor Swift jokes. Speaking of which, I know we have a thing of hers in the Phantom News. So that's something that's not changing. We're not getting rid of Phantom News. That's sticking around a while longer. Go, Emma, not kick us off. Well, so this month, parking trims will be returning to Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studios parks. Finally, it was announced two days after I loudly was complaining while walking out of Epcot a little tipsy because it was in the 110 um, heat wave that we were having. Oh, yes. And I was like, you see, they're making us walk all the way over here. And we were in the front of the day and they parked us at the furthest freaking lot back. Like, that they could have parked us in, and they have no trams. What do they want us to do? It's 110 degrees outside, and, like, this park is known for being drinking at, and being day drinkers at. And what do they want us to do? Pass out? And two days later, yes. trams are back. Emma called it, you guys. Emma Emma caused it. They heard her complain. The Disney I, I was very loudly complaining. Ask Sean. Mickey Mouse himself heard her complaining and said, you know what? Let's fix this. Yeah. So, woohoo. Uh, Gabe Martinez is going to join the Broadway cast of Moulin Rouge as Santiago. I don't know who either of those people are, but good for him. I believe Santiago is um the, like, guy who runs the Moulin Rouge. Oh, Okay. I believe. Um, the new um Jason Robert Brown slash Taylor Mac musical Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil will premiere at the Goodman Theater in Chicago, Illinois. I heard it's gonna be really good. Yeah, I'm very curious about it and I'd like to go see it. Speaking of Chicago I know. Lily Thomas will be the first Asian-American actress to play Mama Morton in Broadway, Chicago. Yeah. Starting on September 15th at the Magic Kingdom, you will be able to meet Mirabelle in her new meet-and-greet location at Fairytale Garden. Also, you will be able to catch Bruno in the Adventure Friends Cavalcade. Freaking finally. I know. Well, and it's the first day of Latin American History Month. Is that That's the true. day that they're coming? That's true. I feel like you guys have been waiting forever for Encanto stuff, though. Mirabelle has been in the or in the cavalcade for a while, but we had like nothing else. We had a booth at the last festival at Flower and Garden that was centered around um, Encanto. It was like the Colombian booth, but it was centered around Encanto specifically, and they were playing like instrumentals. But that was it. And now she's getting yeah. her meet-and-greet area and kicked Yay. Merida out of her old meet-and-greet area. That's okay. Merida's now reading in the stupidest area in the park. She's in Liberty Square. I can Makes complain no about it tomorrow. Or next episode. Michelle Lewis is going to star as Dorothy as in The Wiz on Broadway. 
Matthew Broderick, Brooke Shields, Jay Smith Cameron, Victor Garber, and more will star in Love Letter at Irish Rep. Ooh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it's a great cast. So I'm really excited for this next one. Shop Disney has shared a sneak peek at the upcoming 1980s Disney 100 Decades collection, which features items inspired by the classic Disney afternoon animated series, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers! Yeah, I'm excited for this one. Chip, 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 chip and Dale. Especially because we're about to get the 90s Decades collection, and it's going to have, you know, Hercules and Hunchback and all the things. Yup. Um, an important update for those visiting Universal Orlando in December. The Hogwarts Express will be closed for refurbishment from December 10th to the 16th. <laughs> Anthony Edwards, Arya, I'm so sorry if I'm saying this wrong, Shagazimi, and more to start in Prayer for the French Republic on Broadway. Concord Theatricals will launch six teen edition for U.S. schools. Tiana's Place Restaurant will open on September 7th, 2023 at the Disneyland Park. You guys, that's like in two days. Palace, not place. I can read. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. I've never been. Me too. I've never been able to distinguish between the two. Yeah. Um, it's going to be good. It's going to be real good. Yeah, it'll be really good. I'm excited. Eudora's is already open, and it is so cute. I know. And the food looks so good there. And we have Port Orleans over here at um, Disney World, like the resort. But my friend, so yeah. my friend who did the Phineas and Ferb thing, she's actually um, doing the Disney Hospitality Leadership Program, which is there. Food, or their food and beverage or resort management and training program that they have. So she's food mm-hmm. and beverage manager for quick service locations at Port Orleans Hotel. Nice. Um, and she was telling me why they will never get, like, anything to Yana, and it's because it's, like, a value-level resort and not, like, one of the deluxe ones. And it has to be a deluxe one to have, like, actual themed places, which makes me sad. Oh, my gosh, that is sad. So that's why, like, Polynesian will have Ohana's and, like, Grand Floridian has, like, the Cinderella-themed area and Fort Wilderness has the Snow White one. Huh. But Port Orleans doesn't have Tiana, besides merchandise centered around her and rooms. Sad. Yeah. Speaking of Walt Disney World, new magic shots from Disney Photo Pass have landed at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge to celebrate the premiere of Ahsoka on Disney+. Plus. These new magic shots include Chopper and a Loth Cat and are available at both Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resort. And according to the Instagram, for Disney Photo Pass, these magic shots currently don't have any plans to leave Batu. That's great. So we're going to go and we're going to be like, excuse us, we need the one with the war criminal. Excuse yes. us. Yes. What if we what if we did like light Disney bounds as like whatever? That would be really cute. Like, you could do Padme, and I could do Hera. Where's Hoka? I could, like, I could probably pull together, like, a Padme bound, like, something. 
or idea. a Leia. I could do a Leia bound. Easy. Could do Leia. Yeah. And I have Hera. I have Hera stuff already. I have a freaking Leia costume. Leia on Hoth. I already have that one. True. It's it's so easy. I wore it for Halloween last year. Yeah. Where, where Halloween when I worked at Hot Topic a few years ago. Okay. Uh, Judge Doom from Who Framed Roger Rabbit and Yokai from Big Hero 6 will be added to this year's Disney Villains lineup at Oogie Boogie Bash. Yes, and it was so funny because I was listening to the Disorder episode about Who Framed Roger Rabbit and them complaining about how it's, like, left all the parks when they announced that Judge Doom was going to be at the parks. And I almost, like, tagged Andy on the, on the, like, Instagram post that I saw. I was like, You were oh. like, hey, hey. But I didn't. You should have. Broadway Licensing Group acquires Harry Potter and the Cursed Child amateur licensing rights for high school productions. I'm really excited about this one too, you guys. It's so good. The Outsiders has set its Broadway run for spring of 2024. It's going to be amazing. Oh my gosh. If you yeah, have the wasn't the kid it. from the Rise of the Pink Lady show in it? Yes, he he is. He or was. I don't know if he still is, but he I was when I he saw is. it. He played Soda Pop. Okay. Yeah, so my friends, that's another thing I did on my New York trip is I found it on Apple TV Plus. I found the Rise of the Pink Lady show and I bought it because it was like 20 bucks for me to own the entire series. And my friends wanted to watch it and I was like, let's watch it. And we got halfway through. And my, I have my comfort show now with me at all times. Good. It's on my phone. There you go. I like this next one because it rhymes. Yeah, I do too. And especially because I've also been watching his show recently because he was on High School Musical, the musical, the series, season four, which we need to talk about that next week. I'm going to write that in my notes because interesting moments in that show. Anyway, Corbin Blue and Constance Wu are joining Little Shop of Horrors this September on the off-Broadway as Seymour and Audrey, respectfully. MTI Shows announced that Alice by Heart, a musical inspired by Lewis Carroll's Alice in Wonderland, is now available for licensing through 2025. Remember when I mentioned Taylor Swift earlier? (laughs) Here's the fandom news about her. Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour concert film, is coming to theaters on October 13th. It's for that whole weekend, I know, because I got tickets for the 14th already. Um, and it has already beaten a record without it, like, coming out for another month. Of course it has. For theaters. It has beaten the record for the most sales prior, like... Like, pre-sale? Yeah, pre-sales. Beating... Oh my goodness. Spider-Man No Way Home. Wow. And it's... The tickets have only been out for two days. Good job, Swifties. I'm part of the problem. It's me. Hi. Hi. I'm, I'm the, the problem. problem. It's me. I need yeah, to figure out my is. outfit for this one. It's a movie. So? Leggings. Dr. And Swift the t-shirt. Told us, Dr. Swift told us to. Doctor? Yeah, she has a doctorate in music. From NYU. Go ahead and say what you were going to say. She told us to wear our best heiress to our outfits. 
But you went to the heiress tour. So? Man, I'd show up in leggings and a t-shirt. I might do the junior jewels shirt. From the You Belong With Me music video. Uh. Either that or the We Are Never Getting Back Together. The white shirt with the black text. Uh. I don't know that one, but okay. And last but certainly not least, this is a kind of an anticlimactic end, but kind of cool. Neil Patrick Harris is going to direct a Kennedy Center production of Tick, Tick, Boom. That's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, something I, for- moment. Yeah, something I forgot to mention, but I'll mention it because I know it off the top of my head. Adam Pascal and Anthony Rapp are going to be doing their a friendship cabaret at um, 54 Below in January, from like January 9th through the... 19th it's a very good cabaret i saw it a few years ago yeah that, that's another reason why i'm planning my new york trip no very it's good. january 6th is and yeah highly recommend very good very nice yeah. boys yeah boys men they're very I, nice i've met one of them i met pascal when he came to the theater company I did shows with in high school and um, taught a, what's it called, workshop. Oh, I don't remember that, but okay. And talked about his childhood best friend, Idina Menzel, and all the theater kids went, <gasps> when he talked about her so nonchalantly. He's like, oh yeah, you know, my friend Idina, and everybody's like, <gasps> speaking of Idina, really quick, before we get into this outro, I watched Adam Sandler's new movie, and Idina's in it. She's very good. It's a good movie. This shirt is what I was talking about, though. We are never getting back together. Ah. The white and the black text. Speaking of Idina Menzel and Taylor Swift, Scooter Braun, who is famously the person who bought all of Taylor Swift's first six albums, he's been losing, like, every single artist he was the producer of recently, including Idina Menzel, Justin Bieber, and Demi Lovato. I'm sure. And the Speaking FBI is looking at him. I'm sure. Yeah. Speaking of Demi Lovato, her new albums that she's been, or new singles where she's like redoing her old songs yeah. as like rock and roll covers. So good. Yeah. Anyway, that's a lot of ADHD thoughts for today. So. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Fanfatas. We are a proud part of the Real Fans Podcast Network. That's right, and if you want to check out more shows on the network, you can find them at rf4rm.com. In a couple weeks, as we've discussed earlier, we will be coming back to discuss Disney trips and how we plan them and our must-dos and everything like that. Remember to subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. And subscribe to us on YouTube. Please leave us a review and comment down below to tell us what you thought of the show. And remember to follow us on Instagram and X at Fan Patel's Pod for the latest updates. Now, Emma, where can the people find you on social media? My Instagram, TikTok, and X are all at Snippy Emma, which is S-N-I-P-P-Y-E-M-M-A. What about you, Gabs? I'm at Gabby Gent pretty much everywhere. That's G-A-B-Y-J-E-N-T. Our editing is by the wonderful Carolyn Smyer. And as always, thanks for tuning in. Bye!
music for this episode do not reflect the brand or company they're about.